are countless lists of tips on the internet that tell us how to be happier. One such list introduces several habits we should avoid in order to be happy, and this includes habits like these: obsessing over titles, comparing yourself with others, being complacent, caring too much about what others think. Now, aside from being complacent, all of these bad, supposedly habits—they're all kind of about paying too much attention to other people's opinions. When we feel small and insignificant, when we think little of ourselves, oftentimes it's not because we are really in a bad place in life, but because we see someone who's in a better place. We feel unhappy. By comparison, because somebody else looks happier, so sometimes we struggle to at least look happier to others, in order to feel really happy ourselves. But deep down, we all know that how we look doesn't really matter, don't we? What really matters is how we feel and how we live. I'm Lena Park, and this is One Fine Day. Welcome to One Fine Day with Lena Park. That was Tan with her song "Why," starting things off today. So, when was the last time you saw other people's social media posts and caught yourself thinking? Why is everyone else having so much fun while I'm just stuck at work? But just a moment's thought would remind us that even those who post fun pictures on social media don't have that much fun every single day. They too have things to worry about. They too have work to do. It's just the nature of social media that makes us want to post only the things that look good. Only sides of ourselves that we want others to see. So let's remember that, and stop comparing our real lives to other people's social media lives. That being said, what you saw on our social media post day was a scene of my real life at work, wondering where you all are. So tell me where you are and what you're doing right now, as you're tuned into today's show. Send in your song requests and share your sayonder stories and anecdotes about anything and everything. Nothing's too trivial. Anything goes. Just message me on Kung, right on the various message boards on our website at world.kbs.co.kr, or leave a comment on our latest posts on Instagram at KBS One Fine Day and Facebook. At facebook.com/slash/englishkbs. If you're streaming us via YouTube, at youtube.com/slash/kbsworldradioservice, you can leave your messages there as well. If you have a Korean phone number, you can text me at sharp eight one five zero. It's fifty one per SMS and one hundred one per MMS. 
in part two of the show. We have got our very own Kayo Top 10 of the week, so do stick around for our mini trip back in time. But before all that, I will be back with today's Where Are You on YouTube live after one more song break. Here is YB with their song, Pakasatang Peppermint Candy. One fine day is coming to you live from Seoul, Korea, and it is currently 5.22 p.m. Hello, everybody, on YouTube Live. Uh, we have a very warm day. This weather is very summery, um, and I really don't know how I feel about it <laughs> because it just doesn't seem like it should be this warm this quick. Well, in any case, though, I'm talking to you from a studio. Located on the fourth floor of the main KBS building in Yeido, Seoul. Where are you? It's time now for our global roll call. A chance for me to find out where in the world all my listeners are and what you're all up to right now. Aside from listening to the radio, of course. Where are you? We have listener forever Lena who writes... Summer is around the corner. I wish it wouldn't hurry too much. Hmm, yes, I think this is how I feel about it, too. It feels like summer is just very close, but I wish that it would take its time just a little. Here I am, 0203 writes, 안녕하세요, DJ Lena. It is so, so hot today. Is it alright to be this hot when it's not even summer yet? 오늘도 화이팅입니다. Mm-hmm. A lot of people uh, have been talking about how maybe this is it. That the El Nino causing that early summer, extra month of summer this year, maybe it's already started? I don't know. I mean, I assume that it's going to cool down a little bit before we get into full summer mode, but we'll just have to wait and see. I'm Kelly writes, it seems to me that the warmer weather makes time pass so quickly. Not in a bad way, but rather it feels like it's passing by swiftly without much awareness. Is it just me? Already half of this month has passed. This morning, I had a one-to-one -one meeting with my boss, and we discussed pending issues and tasks. He suggested postponing a couple of things to the second half of the year, and I was glad to have more time to prepare. But, come to think of it, the second half of the year is not far away. Oh my! <laughs> yeah, it's true. The second half of the year actually starts in a couple weeks. By the way, I'm Kelly Writes. I can't help but comment on today's candid shot. I do love the angle and the mood you have created in the picture. Of course, I absolutely admire Takanim for capturing this moment. Oh, yay, kudos. Kudos to Liz for her wonderful photo skills. Um, yes, it's true. The second half of the year is coming in just, I don't know, like two, two and a half weeks. It is a sobering thought, and especially with this warm weather, it makes you kind of feel it even more. Lim Tue apparently arrived in Seoul 
and says Seoul has changed so much over the past four years that I am surprised. And the rough driving of the bus driver makes me smile. Yes, this is Korea. See you very soon. Oh, yes, yes. No, no polite driving here. <laughs> you can't get anywhere if you're too polite. On the road, Gracie HYK33 writes, Hello, DJ Lena. Happy hump day. I can't wait to see your concert on this coming Sunday. All right, you'll be joining us for Sunday, hopefully. I will be in a great condition for both days. All right, let's look at song requests. We have a request from Ratikartika4 who says, Hello, Anni. How are you today? I want to request Pursa Friend the End. Thanks and have a nice day. All right, I hope you're having a wonderful day as well. Thank you for your song request. Our second one comes from Elfin Lena, who writes, Onni, are you taking good care of your health in this heat? I'm feeling a little under the weather because I've been so busy yesterday and today and had to pull an all-nighter. Please play one of the favorite songs of this co tired college senior. It is Jonghyun-nani's Let's Be a Family. Oh boy, all-nighters. And then yes, this heat kind of sapping your energy. I do hope you can get something good to eat and then try and get a really good night's sleep because yeah, those all-nighters and you know not taking care of your body, it's just not worth it because <laughs> you have to be in at least a good physical condition for all that studying to pay off. So good luck, good luck, and we will play your song. Hopefully it will energize you. Let's listen to these two songs back to back. First up is Friend the End by Borbagan Sachungi. And then after that, we will listen to Let's Be a Family by me. <laughs> That was Let's Be a Family by me, Park Jonghyun. And before that, Bul Pagan Sachungi with Friend the End. How clever, huh? F-R-I-E-N, the end. That's pretty clever. All right. Um, random. Let's see. A random comment on our pick today. Yes, Liz's masterpiece. Tarachan says, excuse me, but are you in your 20s? <laughs> no, because that is definitely not what I looked like in my 20s. And Kelly, uh, regarding the YouTube Live, says, well, seeing you wearing a scarf and a blanket on the chair, I can imagine the office winter happening there. Yeah, it's pretty chilly, but I'm warming up a little. Um, the scarf helps. The jacket helps. The blanket will help in a sec, too. Yes. Office winter, what are you going to do? You got to just uh, be prepared, right? Mm-hmm. Jisoo Kim 0801 writes, The OFD goes live on YouTube these days. Actually, I never, no, couldn't check it. <laughs> Wonder if there's any way to check out the videos later? But just listening to your voice is also great. I'm really curious what songs you'll be singing this time. See you on Saturday, D-3. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, well, we are streaming YouTube Live, uh, just uh, kind of taking advantage of the technological capabilities that uh, streaming on YouTube has. But just for a short part of the show, um, for Where Are You segments on Mondays and Wednesdays, 
um, because, you know, the core of OFD really is radio, listening radio. Um, but, uh, yeah, we thought we'd throw in this little experiment, a little tidbit, especially for those who can't um, tune into world radio except through YouTube. All right. Regarding opening. Oh, yes. Uh, social media and making you feel depressed. <laughs> Tapey Warren says, yeah, people, they just share happy things on SNS. Don't need to envy others. Everyone has their own struggles, which they'll not post on SNS. It's very true. What we're getting is, is it really a clear picture? I mean, people curate themselves. Definitely so, you know, in through their SNS and their social media. JS Terry 76 also pipes in. As long as you keep in mind that everyone's joy, anger, sorrow, and pleasures in life are all quite similar, you have less to be jealous of and less to be angry about. I've turned off all social media alerts except for OFD. We must retain our self-respect, and instead of simply envying others, we need to make positive comparisons that'll allow us to think, oh, I should go there someday too, or I'm going to live like that too. Very wise words. Thank you so much. That is really good advice. If we are going to compare ourselves, make positive comparisons like, ooh, I think I'm going to, you know, try out that yoga workout because this person was, you know, talking about it on social media. Be positively inspired, not negatively impacted. Well, all this talk about social media for our next song break. Let's listen to a song about that SNS-induced FOMO phenomenon. It's Espa here with I'm Unhappy. I'm in my you're listening to One Fine Day with Lena Park on KBS World Radio. Listener Chong Songa writes, 안녕하세요, 정연 누나. At my work, there was a contest on safety-related posters or slogans, and I won first place. All my co-workers congratulated me. There's supposed to be an award ceremony next month, and if they ask me to comment, I'll say, I'll share the honor with my family and 정연 누나. Ha <laughs> Concert D minus three, That's okay. You don't have to share the honor with me. <laughs> you can just share it with your family because they are your family, right? But congratulations on winning first place. Jungsook72 writes, DJ Lena, I'm here. Do you like baseball? I'm originally from Gyeongsang province, so I've been a fan of Lotte Giants since I was a kid. After one win a long, long time ago, we've lost so much that we'd earned the disgraceful nickname Gorte. But our lot has changed and now. We are in the first place right now, so we're not Gorte anymore, but Takte. I don't know how long this streak will last, but I have high hopes for the fall baseball season. Fighting! 
All right. Ah, uh, yes. You sound like a very ardent baseball fan, a lifelong Giants fan. Well, so good to hear that they are on an up streak. And yeah, hope they perform really, really well. And their winning streak is not a fluke. No, 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 it's not. That's great. That's just got to be the best feeling when your team is doing well. Alicia Y writes, My flatmate flew to Japan on Monday morning and will remain overseas for three weeks. So I get the whole apartment to myself for 11 days until I fly off to Korea myself next Friday. I didn't think it'd make much of a difference at first, as I do and keep almost everything in my bathroom, uh, bedroom or ensuite bathroom, but it does make a difference. I keep my bedroom door closed at all times so that my flatmate won't peep into my mess of a room. But now I get to leave my door wide open when bringing stuff to and from the room or kitchen or laundry. Not to mention, I don't have to fight for the use of the laundry or dryer. One downside, though, is that I now get very paranoid and double and triple check that I've got my keys when I leave home. Because neither the agent nor the building management has the keys and the landlord lives overseas. Ah, see, so there are some things that your uh, flatmate um, really, really provided for you. Um, security that someone would be home to open the door. Well, yes, now it will be a really good chance for you to be very diligent about getting your keys. And I hope your friend has a safe flight and a safe trip in, in Japan. You know, speaking of Japan and living overseas, we had a message during our reruns from Shin Michiko who writes, Hi, Lena Park. Annyeonghaseyo. I'm Michiko. I'm a Japanese person living in Korea. I'm not good at English, and I don't pretend otherwise. Uh, Michiko wrote her, um, wrote her message in Korean. Very cute. Very cutely. I'm not really sure if it's exactly what she meant to say, but we are so glad that you wrote in to our message boards. Nevertheless, please correct us if we were wrong um, or we interpreted your message wrong hope you enjoy the music even though you don't you don't have to understand what i'm saying <laughs> all right i'll be back with today's parallel universe after one more song break here's a new one by ship senshi or 10 cm it is pudongi tatsarang my ultimate first love Hana, two, <laughs> 아니었지 누구의 시점에서도 그냥 스쳐지 but not entirely two different songs from two different parts of the world. It's like they belong to a parallel universe. It's time to listen to a couple of songs that are seemingly nothing alike, but actually somewhat similar in one way or another upon closer inspection. One K-pop track and one non-K-pop track. It's Parallel Universe. Now today we're going to go on and listen to two songs that share the title, Go On. First we'll listen to the K-pop song Go On by Daybreak. This super talented band has a knack for making anyone feel bright and happy when hearing their songs. 
you might have also recognized their sound and voice from the opening of part two of our show. Their song, Go On, was released in 2020 as a part of a special project aimed at cheering on young Korean people in their 20s. The project singled out a recipient for each single, and this song by Daybreak was written for an aspiring webtoon artist who had been working at a supermarket during the day and drawing webtoons by night for the past three years at that point. Daybreak's message for this 20-something artist was that beyond the dark night, over the cold dawn will come a brilliantly bright morning. Very on-brand for a band called Daybreak, right? The song starts like this. Yet to be finished, my remaining story, everyone tells me, why can't I just give it a sad ending? Everyone paints with the same color. Everyone says the same lines. It's become the most common, predictable story. I don't know why it has to be that way. Why can't I take another path? All right. Definitely capturing um, what this 20-something artist must have been feeling uh, during those years of struggle. And for non-K-pop song of the day, we will listen to Go On by French house DJ and record producer Stéphane Pompagnac. His first, he first worked as a waiter at the Courtyard Café of Hotel Acostas in Paris's Le Halle district. And years later, he was rehired by the hotel as its resident DJ. He went on to release 15 studio mixes that came to be known as the Hotel Costas series. After over the years, all the while being at front and center of Europe's electronic music scene. His song Go On was released in 2021 as part of his fourth studio album entitled Toucher Shikyo. And here's a bit of this song's lyrics. Falling down to the ground, gotta flee, grab a cigarette on my way, follow your steps, need to know where, find as I walk, falling down every time, Free my soul, because I can't go on without you. All right, another protagonist who has to find a way to go on. Let's listen. First up, here's Daybreak with Go On, and then Go On by Stefan Pompignac. That was Go On by Stefan Pompignac, and before that, Go On by Daybreak. Those were the Parallel Universe songs of the day. Now stay with me because coming up in part two, it is OFD's version of Kayo Top Ten. But let me wrap up part one of the show first with one more song. Here's Cheonga with her song, Love You. Welcome to part two of One Fine Day with Lena Park. In just a moment, we'll hop on a time machine and travel back in time to listen to some good old Kayo for our Wednesday segment, Kayo Top 10.
I'll be right back with Liz after this song break. Here is Saksri with 그 여름을 틀어줘, Play the Summer. Once upon a time, there were days when K-pop was simply known as Kayo. Back in those days, every Wednesday evening, every Korean music fan tuned into KBS2 TV to watch their favorite singers perform on the legendary music chart program dubbed the Kayo Top 10. It's not Throwback Thursday or Flashback Friday, but way back when Wednesday. We're going to take a trip back in time to listen to some old-school K-pop music, also known as Kayo now. To guide us through this trip is our very own staff writer and photographer extraordinaire, <laughs> Liz. Hello. You got so many f- nice comments about your picture. Uh, I have a good model. Oh, <laughs> no, you make the model good. You make the model good. How are you doing? How are you dealing with this heat? It's not it's, that bad. It's not that bad. It's actually really breezy today. That's kind of a surprising yeah. answer from you because yeah. you are very sensitive to the heat. I am yeah. usually, but mm-hmm. um, today I had all the windows open at my place because uh, the, the air, air quality okay. was perfect. Mm-hmm. And it actually got really gusty. Did it really Yeah, because, well, I'm on the seventh floor. Right. And um, I've got two buildings that's kind of making like a causeway. Yes. Um, so like we, I get like, you know, in between building gusts and yes, it's like a little bit of a wind tunnel. Happening yeah, there. that's the word I was looking for. Not ah. a causeway. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, it was really nice. Mm. And uh, I actually debated if I should bring a cardigan for this room right. in particular. But this room is okay, too. Yeah, so. this room is. Well, I warmed it up. Yes, you did. <laughs> because it's a lot warmer now than it was when I first walked in here. Right. That's for sure. And then now it's getting warmer because you're here? Yes, because More I'm so body. hot. No. <laughs> no, because you're another body. Yeah. Um, and it makes a difference. Mm-hmm, you know, More totally. bodies make a difference. That's true. So I appreciate your, <laughs> your heat in advance. <laughs> All right. What are we talking about today on Kyle Top 10? Well, so um, I had a friend visit recently and mm. then... I don't, after a couple of drinks, she started just singing in the middle of the street and dancing um, to her own rendition of Whitney Houston's I Want to Dance with Somebody. Mostly because I wasn't dancing with her. Right. (laughs) And uh, so she wants to just dance with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then, so I had been on uh, 80s kick since then for a little bit, like late 80s and early 90s. Um, And then the weather, too, was perfect for what we now call city pop. So I figured, you know, I I guess I'd been stuck on like the late 90s and early 2000s for a little while. So it would be... um, Time, yeah. high time mm-hmm. that I went back to the 80s and early 90s. Oh, so we're going a little backwards, a little further today. back. Nice. And lo and behold, I did check uh, the charts for the third week of May mm-hmm. in 1990 and did find some wonderful gems yeah. uh, of the genre. So I brought five of those in. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's true. I mean, we, at the top of 
of part two, we mm. listen to Saksri, yeah. which is uh, kind of confusing my brain because it's such a, you know, summery mm. kind of tune. Mm-hmm. And it's not summer, but it totally f- suits this yeah. weather right now. And, I mean, it's just, they're also going for that retro sound. Exactly. And, it's a perfect segue. Yeah, and I think, it's see, like, the city pop genre and, like, well, okay, so technically these yeah. are not exactly, the songs I brought in today are not exactly city pop, city pop. No. But they're late 80s dance pop songs. It, which... In the backdrop of, historically speaking, mm-hmm. city pop was there, mm-hmm. right? Present, right, and it was contemporary. Yeah, so and they use very similar instruments. They, and, and they'll definitely incorporate elements. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you will hear definitely elements of city pop in these songs, too. Mm-hmm. But I personally think that these songs really go well with not, like, in the heat of midsummer, but right. just around now. Just around now. Yeah, it's, like, mm-hmm. perfect time for a walk. Perfect, perfect weather for like a top-down drive. Sure, and these songs would do good. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. a little bit of a breeze, mm-hmm. right? Not too bad yet. Not humid yet. No, <laughs> maybe that's why I'm so yet. happy. Yes, yeah. and then good air. Yeah, right? so yeah. we can actually go out and enjoy it. Mm. The sky's blue, the clouds are white, and yes, it's, it's very picturesque. Nice. It is yeah, definitely mm-hmm. picturesque. Warm on the warm side, but not in a bad way. Mm-mm. All right, so we're going to enjoy it and give you a nice playlist. So for those of you who are not in Seoul or in Korea, can mm. kind of get a nice little musical picture. Yep. Um, Nostalgia-tinged mm-hmm. of what we are experiencing here. That's right. All right, so what is our first song of the day? Uh, before that, let me just quickly go to the Billboard chart of oh, the third week fun. of May of 1990. I like this. This is fun. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and number one was Madonna's Vogue. 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 Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Yes, we all know the dance. Oh, yeah. Um, and then all. up at number second was Sinead O'Connor's <gasps> Nothing Compares <laughs> to You. Nothing Compares. Yep. And wow. then on number three was Heart with All I Want to Do is Make Love to oh. You, which is not a song that I'm familiar with. I don't I remember that song, but mm. I felt like, can I sing this? <laughs> is this age appropriate for me to sing this? Really? All no. I want to do is make love to you. Yep, that's the tune I heard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, so I just scrolled down to see if there are any other songs that I recognize. That you recognize. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I did recognize Janet Jackson's All Right. Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. Such good Rock stuff. Rock sets and must have been <gasps> love. Uh, because, you know, Pretty Woman was released in right. 1990. And way, way, way back down on the chart, it was MC Hammer. Can't touch this. Yeah. <laughs> It's probably down on the chart because it was on its way out. Yeah, out definitely. After months of domination, mm. right? Yeah. They he dominated pretty much all of my junior year. My my junior cousins had the pants. Oh, we had the pants. Yeah, there was there was you couldn't not have the pants. <laughs> but like they were so they lived in L.A. and they were visiting Seoul in those pants. And my sister and I could not stop cringing because it was like, what is that? Because we didn't know about MC Hammer mm-hmm. at the time. And yeah. Later on, uh, you know, in hindsight, they yeah. were so hip. Yeah. But we just didn't know. Yeah. Well, and I thank MC Hammer for um, the baggy pants era because mm. it was hot where I grew up. And yeah. It was very nice to not wear tight right, right. Uh, denim jeans. <laughs> Alrighty. And now that we have kind of... So I've situated myself right right here. Uh, I am finishing up or am I... I think I might be junior high, high school, Uh 8th, ninth grade. Uh 
Um, listeners, I hope you guys are all situated as well as we launch into. It is May of, or third week of May of 1990. 1990. And this song was in the charts still because uh, it was like a follow-up to their uh, title track of their second album. It's 사랑하고 싶어. I Want to Love by 소방차. 소방차. Mm-hmm. And I cannot stress this enough. <laughs> it's not city pop. It's, no. it's not even idol pop. No. It's dance pop because they danced. Yeah. But not a lot of people could actually dance along. <laughs> true. <laughs> and uh, yeah, this was actually, no, this was not their second album, but third album released mm-hmm. in August of 1989. Mm-hmm. And of course, in the 80s and 90s, songs stayed in the charts much, much, much longer uh, because there weren't as many songs. Right. <laughs> there just wasn't as, as many uh, artists either. Yeah. Uh, but for those of our listeners who have to be non-Korean to not know about Somangcha, they were uh, they were a trio of uh, dance singers, I guess. They the, are such a unique group that it's they hard are. to describe what they are. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're really unique in terms mm-hmm. of where they fit in the history of Korean music. Yeah. Because, again, they were the first group. Mm-hmm. They were the first trio of uh, male singers dancing and singing at the same time. On stage. On yes. stage. Mm-hmm. They uh, they debuted, not debuted, but um, before they debuted as singers, they were actually dancers. They were backup dancers. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were picked up by a very forward-thinking man who <laughs> later formed uh, DSP and, you know, made other groups like Jex Keese and Finkel. Right. Um, so this was like his prototype. This was a K-pop idol proto- proto- prototype. It's like... It's like beta, beta. Beta, beta, beta. Yeah. Beta. <laughs> Total beta. And uh, uh, there, like, critics and um, music history, uh, pe- people who know music history would mm. actually say that, like, stress that they're in the transition. They're right. not this or that, but right. they're in between. Right, right. And, that is uh, a good way to describe mm-hmm. them. They just, they threw in a lot of elements I almost feel like they did it just because they wanted to see what stuck. Yeah, you sort know, of. A little yeah. bit. A little They're like, bit. let's do this and let's do that. Yeah. They're like, very gung-ho, going mm. the extra mile. And apparently there's a rumor uh, that the reason they never hit number one in the TV charts mm-hmm. was because uh, the TV producers at the time needed them to come back as a contestant. Like Ooh. they needed, the, they needed them as a contender to perform every single week instead of winning the golden cup and leaving altogether, because oh. they needed their fans to fill the seats. Wow! And that's how popular they were. That's so how... it stuck. Yeah, yeah, they, everything stuck. Yeah, and uh, they were. <laughs> um, I think it's not rude to say that they weren't the best singers. Mm-hmm. They weren't the best vocalists, mm-hmm. but they were. And I mean. In hindsight, um, not in hindsight, but like with today's standards, they might not even be the best dancers, Mm -hmm. but they were best dancers who could sing at the time. Right. Mm. And we had seen nothing like it. Yeah. Um, And they never touted themselves as like virtuosic vocalists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're out to have fun, entertain. They were doing tumblings. They were tumbling. And Mm. then so their singing is, it's amazing that Mm. they could sing through all of that. That's true, too. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, they won a lot of awards, Mm -hmm. uh, just not, you know, number one on Guy Top 10. Yeah. Um, But uh, this song was a cute one that I uh, actually 
Remember mm. uh, from their third album. And uh, I was actually surprised to find, because I really kind of uh, thought their, their lyrics were better. Uh, the lyrics for this song was better than uh, the, their other songs like Ojipame uh, or Kunyo mm. Ekejoneju or um, even G Cafe or, mm-hmm. you know, they, they have a lot of hits. Yeah. Uh, but I, I really liked it. Not, I don't personally like the lyrics, but mm-hmm. I thought they were good, like well written lyrics. Mm-hmm. And I did find that it was written by lyricist Jie, who also penned uh, gems like Holo Dendanen God and Laura by Pyeonjin Sop, oh. as well as Lee Jung Suk's Yorum Nare Chuk mm-hmm. and Im Byung Soo's Ice Cream Sarang. Mm-hmm. And uh, this song won them an award in 1989 at the end of the year, mm-hmm. and it stuck on the, it stayed Still. on the charts <laughs> until the end All of the May. All the way in May. Exactly. Exactly. And lyrically, basically, the title says it all. It's, uh... I want to love you. No. Or I want to love. Yeah, exactly. There is no object. Oh, I just want to love. Love, all (laughs) together. And, like, they actually literally say, anyone, (laughs) endlessly, I want to love, is what the lyrics say. Uh, But it starts with, I want to love, but no subject is too far away. (laughs) Ah. I and uh, everyone is too far away. Mm-hmm. And even when I say I love you, no one's listening. Oh. And uh, I'm, I'm so lonely. <laughs> I've been so lonely for a very long time. I can't stand this solitude and endless solitude. I can't handle it anymore. I, I, I'm just so lonely at <gasps> night. And then um, he goes on to say, I'm tired mm. of being like being a vagabond and just wandering right. not being able to settle down mm-hmm. and I the the part that made me think it was actually like a kind of poignant piece of lyric yeah. was that uh, part of the song where they sing um, I want the heartache oh yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. want the pain yeah and I want to love because otherwise mm-hmm. every day is meaningless. Oh my gosh. And it's so true too. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to love, you have to take all the ups and downs yeah. of it. But to be at that point where I'll take it. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll take the heartbreak. All the while you're doing somersaults and tumbling, you're all, tumbling over all over the stage and jumping over the other person. and It's a lot to process. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, people processed over and over again yeah. because uh, Sobang Chai was huge. Yep. And oh, they wore MC Hammer pants too. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Trendsetters. <laughs> All right. Here is Sobang Chai starting us off today on Gaio Top 10. 사랑하고 싶어. I want to love. some fun stuff from Sobang Chai with 사랑하고 싶어 or I want to love a little out of their more acrobatic stagings this was a right. little bit more on the milder side turns out yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it was a it's a fun song very mm-hmm. pop tinges too it's yeah. like a little city pop but western pop so uh, they were their songs were actually they have been described as sped up trot Oh, really? Yeah, a lot of people actually just kind of consider, like, Ojepamiyagi or... Um, yes, I can see those yeah. songs, but this song sounds... A lot more popular. Yeah, and major I, key. Yeah, and I thought it was more 80s pop-like, 80s dance pop-like than 
you know, their earlier works. That's even, true. So. That's true. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, it worked for our fans. I mean, yeah. gosh, so many months after the fact and still on the charts. That's right. All right. Where, what are we we'll be listening to next? Well, since we listened to 사랑하고 싶어 or I Want to Love, I thought it would be perfect to listen to a song called 사랑할 거야. Mm, nice. <laughs> we Will Love we by will love. Lee sang afterwards. I have, I have actually talked about this song on Kato Ten before. Mm-hmm. Uh, this song, too, was released in 1989 but in December it was uh, the title track of her second studio album the first one of course being you know Tamdadi and all that right and uh, yeah so she she debuted with a very poppy happy song mm-hmm. but she also did say that wasn't really her style per se but right. it was something given to her mm-hmm. and it just happened to you know knock it out of the park. Right. Um, so she did try to go back to what she called her own style, right. but it wasn't as successful. People so, just wanted that tangdai. Exactly. Yeah. It was like panic and tarpeng all over again. Yeah. And Radiohead and Creep, if right. you're you know, swinging that way. But, right. Um, so she did try to make, again, uh, try to make a comeback uh, with her second album with a happier sound, but yeah. not as happy as them that year. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> she was negotiating. Yeah, and I think this this worked well. Mm-hmm. It was slower yeah. and uh, a little more um, meaningful in terms of lyrics. You know, right. it wasn't like, you know, uh, re- repetitions of uh, meaningless syllables, right? <laughs> so, um yeah, and unfortunately, this album kind of gave her a reason to leave the industry for a little while for further studies abroad as well as uh, to be away from stages for a little while as yeah. well because she did uh, end up with the singer's nodule at mm-hmm. one point. Uh, but that just gave her, like, opened up a whole new door for her and yeah. gave us the artist Isangan that we know today. Right. So it worked out. It did. Mm-hmm. And as for this song, um, lyrically, it's not as clear as the Sobangcha song we just heard. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, when you hear 사랑할 거야, the title, I think my automatic response was to just think, I will love. Mm. You know, like because we don't really have subjects in Korean. Exactly. Um, so so it no just pronouns. Says, but yeah. we assume, I, I mean, I assumed I will Yeah, live. because, you know, it's Goya. Yes. So it's... Intention. First, and also it's first person. Right. So I assume, I always assumed it was I will love. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I looked at the lyrics, it was actually, oh, actually the beginning of the song mm. actually says, 우린 이제는 사랑할 거야. So mm. it is actually, we will love. We will love. And uh, yeah, the lyrics are just, you know, sweet and... Uh, basically just says the sweet memories that uh, we've had so that the sweet memories we've had or made will be beautiful forever we will love oh it's very pretty Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we will uh, have not have we will love beautifully there we go yeah so it Mm -hmm. was hard to translate but Mm aramdaun we will live beautifully I was about to say we will make beautiful love we will (laughs) and that is not how it translates (laughs) that means something else the nuance is lost there (laughs) (laughs) yes it's a beautiful song and it's a very clear and interesting step in the musical process Mm -hmm. um, that Lee Sang-un went through to become the artist she is today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just, 
again, very 80s dance pop like, mm-hmm. um, and it's something that suits this weather. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's it's also good driving music. Yes, yeah. perfectly. Like you said, top down if yeah. you if you can, mm-hmm. or windows down at the very least. Or what's that ceiling opening in the ceiling? Uh, the roof, sunroof? Sunroof, thank you. <laughs> yeah, the sunroof. <laughs> or the windows, yeah. kind of nice. Whichever works. Just feeling the breeze, mm-hmm. enjoying the weather. Here's Lee Sang-un with 사랑할 거야, we will love. That was Lee Sang-un with 사랑할 거야, we will love. You're listening to OFD's very own Gaio Top 10, and we are all the way back in 1990. Where were you in 1990? Well, if you're in Korea, these songs are definitely going to bring it back for you. In mm-hmm. fact, we've got comments about, oh, this is totally taking me back. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. You know, the lyrics of the, uh, um, the, the what is it, the refrain or the mm-hmm. chorus just automatically coming out of your oh, mouth. Yeah. yeah so. Love 82 says, mm-hmm. 소방차 was... Uh, more refreshing than she remembered, and <laughs> Isangun was yeah. a little more huskier than she remembered. Oh, yeah, and good, Kim good Jisoo point. was also commenting that she sounded like a rocker. And we, the two of us were actually we're, we're pretty sure it's the vocal nodules yeah. causing her um, straining. Yeah, because it's that, the nodules are uh, they're stuck in between those vocal cords, mm. so that when they're supposed to hit together like mm. this to make sound. They can't really. There's, yeah, it's Sounds really. Painful. It's it. It makes me cringe just thinking uh, about yeah. it. It just makes me very, very more, like nerves. But I mean, <laughs> again, that reminded me of the uh, mm. episode you and uh, Youngdae-nim were talking about on Monday about how you were sick while you were singing or recording Mulan, mm-hmm. and we would never have known. Like. Oh gosh! Whenever <laughs> I I hear those songs, um, Youngwon까지 기억되도록 uh-huh. and the Mulan song, uh-huh. uh, reflection, reflection. Yeah. I, I feel sick, sympathy pains. Oh no! For the, for her, and and you know I don't know if you know it, but mm. it feels like this. It does not. It totally does. It does not. <laughs> <laughs> because I was completely, yeah. Singing with a cold is unpleasant. Singing with a vocal nodule, mm. that's just the worst. And she really was straining, but mm. that's how committed she was to yeah. doing the album. You know, doing music, mm-hmm. getting her stuff out there. Mm. So. I, we feel sympathy pain for her. Oh, yes. We're glad that she's better and out away from that. Mm. But it's a good song. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely song. And we're going to move on to our next one. Mm-hmm. Uh, performed by a voice that's actually surprisingly clear and beautiful, I want to say. Okay. I And I say surprisingly because we don't often hear her sing anymore. She's still out there. Uh-huh. She does a lot of talk shows. Oh. She's a radio DJ herself. Oh, she is. But we just, today we just know her mostly as an older celebrity. Oh. And, yeah. And, I probably knew who she is if I look her up, don't I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, she, like, I had forgotten that she could sing so beautifully <laughs> also partly because some of her most famous works are duets oh so i'm thinking i mean she sounded good on those duets too but maybe mm-hmm. they weren't necessarily her key i see, mm-hmm. I see. and i'm talking about the artist Cho Gap Kyung, uh-huh. and today we're gonna listen to her song shige or clock 
And Cho Gapkyang debuted through one of the college competition programs back in 1986. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, her official debut was actually a duet album done with Lee Jong-seok called 사랑의 대화 that was ah. released in 1988. So just duets were like her thing mm-hmm. that she was known for anyway. Yeah, kind of like Lee Soon of mm-hmm. the 80s, I guess. Sure, sure. And uh, yeah, um, in Susie of the... <laughs> yeah, sure. Right. And the following year, she did make her uh, solo debut with the song 바보 같은 미소, which mm-hmm. had been covered and remade several times by other artists. So mm-hmm. um, some of you might actually know the tune yeah um and then she sang a duet song called "De Sarang to you uh with Hong Sabom who she later ended up marrying yes and I kind of chuckled just now because <laughs> the reason they recorded the song together in the first place was mm-hmm. apparently because Hong Sabom had already recorded the duet with somebody else okay. with that somebody else being Chang Pilsun of all people oh um, and I thought it was really interesting that it had to be Chang Pilsun and no one else because they sound so completely different. That's when you true. hear Joe Kyung's voice later, you're going to be like, well, how yeah, would like, she be? Yeah. Exactly. Um, mm. But apparently, Hong Sabom asked to re record the song with Cho Gap Kyung because he was so smitten with her. Oh. And four years later, they got married. Poor Chang Pilsun. <laughs> That's what I was thinking too. <laughs> That's the first thing that I thought. Yeah. Of. But happy ending for them. Well, uh, happy ending for them. And they yeah. actually do make TV appearances together quite mm-hmm. often, even today. Yeah. Um, as for this song, this was uh, one of the many follow ups from her first album that was actually released in March of 1989. Okay. And I actually found it in the charts for May of 1990. Whoa. So it was pretty big. And it's a very cute and sweet song mm-hmm. um, that with the female protagonist saying that you're so exact and yeah. precise like uh-huh. a clock. Yeah. But I can't be like that. Mm. And if you want, I could give you my love. Sure. But don't think you can set me like your clock. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not and, gonna, I'm not precision. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And she says, uh, you can't time love. Oh, like and, very clever. Yeah, and uh, I can't be like a bird in a bird cage. Oh, I love that. Oh, so cute. Mm-hmm. But I mean, when I say it like this, it right. sounds so serious. Yes. But she sounds really sweet. Yes. She sounds like a bird. Actually, oh, she I was does. really surprised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this was a surprise find for me that I think I might actually keep in my. Uh, 80s play. Yes, I do have 80s playlist. <laughs> uh, I might actually keep it in there for a little while longer. Lovely. Yeah, and uh, I should also, I, I don't have to, but I want to mention that <laughs> she sang the theme songs for anime, like cartoons oh, in the she? 90s, and I was really happy to have found that out. She sang the uh, title, or the theme songs for which I did watch. <laughs> and also the Korean version of Tiny Toon Adventures, which okay. is called Baigwalyangi <laughs> Pepsi. And also uh, a Korean version of Super Mario. Interesting. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Brings me back some I memories. can imagine. <laughs> she was closer to all of us than we yeah. realized. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right, but here is her singing her hit on the charts from 1990, Chogap Gyeong with Chige or Clock. That 
was Togakyung with Shige Clock, and I have never heard this song. Right? Yeah, it was a, yeah, it was a find for me too. Wow, mm. and it is fun. It's really mm. fun and very unique. Um, really well done there too. Yeah, the yeah. stage uh, production was a little strange, but <laughs> yes, we, we see saw... that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, um, it's like we are not making it up, but <laughs> no one would believe us. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Moving along to our next song of the day. All right. So mm-hmm. we heard "I Want to Love," mm-hmm. "We Will Love." And then I love you, but don't be like a clock. Right. <laughs> and next up, we're going to listen to a song called Sorti Kar Suitoro, which has nothing to do with love. Uh, it's, uh, I'm going to call it To Be Honest. Mm. And it's a song by Che Song Won. And I'll be upfront and honest with you yeah. because, you know, to be honest. Yes. Um, <laughs> I will not be adding this song to my playlist. It will not go on your playlist. No, but it's a, it's a very <laughs> unique and, uh, I mean, it's it was on the charts. Mm-hmm. I did find it in the charts. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I would not have never, you know, found this song in the mm-hmm. first place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's got its merits. It's just not my personal taste. Okay. Yeah. All right. So from there, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. So Che Sang Won uh, is quite famous here. Uh, he was basically one of the two leaders of Turgukwa. He wrote a lot of the songs. He was, I guess, uh, mainly the bassist, but also the songwriter for the band for right. a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, not a very long time, but mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he wrote some of the big, biggest songs by the band, um, like "그것만이 uh, 내 사랑" and "사랑일 뿐이야" and "매일 그대와" were all works that he wrote for the band. Right. But he also uh, debuted as a solo artist. So he was in Turkuka from 1983 through 1985, mm-hmm. and before and after that, he was a session men for uh, a lot of the different rock uh, bands and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, and then it took him quite a while, but he did release his solo uh, debut album in 1988. And the first track on that album happened to be a masterpiece mm-hmm. that everyone sings, yeah. <laughs> even to this day. Uh, it's 제주도의 푸른밤. Probably yeah. one of the most covered songs in K-pop. Oh, yeah. Easily. I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I don't know if it had anything to do with him living in Jeju now, <laughs> but he apparently. I don't know what happened first, but yes, right. he, so is he is in Jeju currently now. living in Jeju. Yes, um, and yeah, uh, the song "이별이란 없는 거야" was mm-hmm. actually uh, the second track on that very album as uh-huh. well. Uh-huh. But today we're going to listen to his second solo album, uh, which was released actually in early 1990. "Sorti uh, was not the title track. The title track was called "어린왕자." Okay. Uh, but little Prince. Young Prince. Yeah. Mm-hmm. L- little Prince is the uh, official Korean translation for the book. Right. Anyway. Right. Yeah. Or the Petit Prince. Anyway. Um, petit prince. But uh, the song, I thought it fit for the playlist today better. Um, I'll be honest, to be honest. Yeah, okay. After hearing the first couple of bars, yes. I was like, oh, this song's perfect. And then I added it in, and then I started doing a little bit of research, and sure. then I found that this song was uh, basically about Che Sung-won and his own personal values, what he values. So, oh. I mean, to be honest, is mm-hmm. you know pretty straightforward, I think. Sure. Um, and then I was like, okay, so I will... Since I know what this song is going to sound like, mm-hmm. I will do the research first. Sure. And then after that, when I get the time, I will listen to the song a couple of times to get the feel of it, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy, was I wrong. Oh, no. Because this song is like a Frankenstein. It's a free... Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so 
We start uh. with the very city pop like intro. Okay. And then, and then the song goes completely somewhere else. It's a completely Ooh. different key, complete, completely different beat, comp- completely different genre altogether. Uh-huh. And then he sings, and then there's a there's a uh, you know middle part where. Yeah. He brings in like a children's choir, Ooh. and then there's a little bit of city pop again. Okay, and then it, he goes back to singing ballads, and it's just like, wow, there's a lot going on there. A lot, and then I actually thought maybe he wrote like three different songs, and then just decided to put them all together just because. <laughs> that's that's what I felt like the first time I listened to the song because mm. there's no coercion whatsoever. It's like hmm. the. The intro and the first, uh, when the first time we hear hi- him singing, yeah, there's such a big dissonance that it's just it doesn't compute in my head. My goodness, it's just it cannot be the same song as how I felt. Oh wow! Do you think that it has anything to do th- with something thematically speaking? I don't know. In cause... terms of the lyric or the message that he wanted to create dissonance, because we know he's very capable of a very coherent right. melody. But, like, I get why the children's choir come in, because okay. he mentions children. Okay. Um, but otherwise, thematically, I just couldn't. You're not really sure. No. Mm-hmm. he. This song is an enigma to me. And uh, so... Lyrically, he's saying that um, he wants to know so many people in this world, mm-hmm. and there is no end to 사람 여행. Mm, or, oh, 사람 여행. Yeah, I love that. It's it's amazing. I yeah. I am unable to translate it. 사람 여행. Yeah, <laughs> it's the this the journey of your life being people. Right? No, he actually. I think he actually means meeting people. Right, meeting so, people. So like journey through. The human race, right? Basically, right. right. And um, and then he goes on to say how everyone talks about a secret or two that they've kept hidden for a while, and that's when I knew that they just couldn't be honest, but mm-hmm. they're still beautiful people. Oh. And he kind of justifies it by saying that maybe they were hurt when they were being honest. Okay. And. Maybe, maybe they thought it would be a loss for them to uh, to be honest, right? Like they would lose something. Like yeah, they would, um, come out not on top, right? Mm-hmm. And then he says, um, "I, I, uh, the beautiful lies don't do much for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not attracted to beautiful lies. If you're honest, mm-hmm. maybe we'll we can make a connection." Mm. So that's the first part of the lyrics. Okay. And then, you know, he goes on to say, help each other to be honest. Mm-hmm. So um, that part is before the kids come in. Right. And then when the kids come in, he says, there's so many kids in the world. Oh, so and they're all good. very lovely. Mm-hmm. And help them to be honest. honest. Okay. So I get those two bits. Okay. I I find them very cohesive and right. like, you know, I feel the oneness. Right. But the intro will forever be an enigma to me. All right. Yeah. So we have maybe um just from Liz's description a little bit of experimentalism going on mm. here, but it was in the charts. Yeah. So um people were maybe a little addicted to that dissonance. Or maybe I I also thought maybe it had like the value of the artist you know like sure people were buying his cds mm. or tapes tapes <laughs> <laughs> or lps or yes. whatever mm-hmm. um and they were just listening to everything he had to offer mm. and i mean let's 
be honest, mm-hmm. this song has l- lyrically, right. it's got a great got message. Definitely, to be honest. Yeah, to be honest. And I mean, without the intro mm-hmm. and the uh, wh- wherever the uh, <laughs> deceivingly city pop like sound comes in, mm-hmm. um, it's it sounds like a perfect like you know one song. Okay. But <laughs> but then you just have these weird Frankenstein. Yeah, I mean, it's... <laughs> if they were in the same key at the very least, I think it would have felt less mm. strange. Well, I think at this point, we're going to have to be, all of us as listeners, mm. just judge for ourselves. Cool. Now, I'm just more curious and curious, so let's listen. Here is Choi Sung-won with 솔직할 수 있도록, To Be Honest. <laughs> That was Choi Sung Won um, with great musician. So to Karsu to be honest, one of the best musicians in Korea. I've oh read. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. One absolutely. of the best songwriters mm-hmm. of the era. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, but I don't like this song. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's risky taking this kind of a message, mm. and um, it's risky because you're risking being gimmicky sounding. Mm. You know. Um, but I do wonder, back, play in, back in 1990, would we still have thought this was gimmicky? Um, you know what? I think so. Mm. I think so. Well, I think it, the whole we are the world thing... Isn't that a little later? Isn't that like 92, that, 93? I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, but that's not gimmicky, because that was actually to raise money for charity. That's true. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but this could be a little bit gimmicky, mm. but it's not. Because mm. honestly, what kind of won me over at the end was mm-hmm. just the sheer sincerity in his performance alone. Right. Right. Yeah. And like you said, you know, he's lauded as one of the best musicians yeah. and one of the top musicians of, of K- K-pop of all time. Mm-hmm. And um, all of his songs had that, I don't know what, sincerity mm. more than anything else. But at the same time, because he is one of the top musicians mm. the country's ever seen, yeah. He could do whatever he wants. That's true, too. Yeah. That's true, too. Mm-hmm. But, yes, um, I do agree. Uh, I don't understand why the intro is in a completely different yeah. key from the rest of the song <laughs> and in a completely different rhythm. Mm. It, uh, it it was a little dissonant. Just yeah. Going in. Thank you. I feel validated. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> I because to... the song wants us to be honest. I guess. <laughs> yeah, good point. Um, yes. I do want to point out, though, uh, that one part that I missed uh, when I was just reading the lyrics mm-hmm. was that when the kids come in to sing, before the kids come in, he says, let's help the kids be uh, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But when the kids are singing, they're actually singing, let help the adults, adults to be honest right. so right. that was kind of cute that is cute and uh no you don't want us to be honest <laughs> <laughs> you wanted us to be honest all right well we have time for one more song that we're going to squeeze in right so um you might notice on my notes that i actually have a completely different title on there as uh, i do on the cue sheet mm-hmm. it's because i originally picked Tongne. did you really i did oh God, i love Tongne, but um that's another story for another right day. Mm-hmm. Tongne or town by kim Exactly. That's why. <laughs> but it took me so long to realize that I've already talked about it at length. Right. It was actually when I was looking at the lyrics, I was like, wait a minute. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. right. Um, so, Ringing too many bells. Yeah, so I just went with 
the song that kind of brought back the whole city pop Absolutely. thing. Um, it's o r e m a n e or It's Been a While, mm-hmm. by Kim Hyun-sar, from the same album right. as Dongne. Mm-hmm. It's his first album. Yep. It was released in uh, August of 1989. Mm-hmm. And apparently... I didn't know this, but apparently this was the title track. This was uh, track one of Side A. Ah, oh, it was. But it just got kind of, I guess, overshadowed mm-hmm. by track number two, which was Chuncheon Gan and Gita. Ah, and yes. also track number five, aka track number one of Side B, right. which was Tungne. Right. So just because those two songs got so big, mm-hmm. the, title, the actual title track kind of got kind of put aside. Mm-hmm. But... Only by laymen like us, yeah. like like me, not us, yeah. you two, but like <laughs> me and other people. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, other fans of Kimenta actually consider this song one of you know their one of his top mm-hmm. uh, masterpieces. Yes. Um, and uh, again, the reason that this song kind of became the poster song for the city pop revival mm-hmm. of the 2010s was because it was covered. By George. That's right. Yeah. And uh, it, I actually was kind of surprised to um, hear the original song for the first It's Been a While, Oremane. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the original song and was kind of surprised that it was so different from the remake. From George's remake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since yeah. I've listened to it too, so I, I might be just as surprised. But like when I hear when I heard George's version um, back in... I guess it was... A few years back. Yeah, a few years back. Four four years back, three. Honestly, Mm -hmm. I thought it sounded the same as the original that I remember. That's what I think I thought too. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but when I listened to the original, it's like, this is how the song starts? Ah, Yeah, so it was was kind of refreshing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, I thought it was interesting that this song became that poster song for City Pop because it mentions... City, so many yeah. times in the lyrics. Yes. It's like, in this city, and he just you know, kind of goes on Lovely. about how he feels yeah. and the mood that he cannot describe, but mm. he wants to talk about. And he talks about the lamps in the streets and people having fun. And Such how... famous lyrics here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he just goes on to say, Oh, this feeling that I haven't. felt in a while in a while mm-hmm. it's been a while this feeling that i'm feeling for the first time in a while it's lovely because yeah. um this whole segment is about this sort of oh it's been a while since yeah. i've um revisited this era and mm-hmm. listened to these songs um it's our last song of the day folks because we're all out of time but it's a great one to end with thank you so much liz oh, for our pleasure. city poppy dance poppy yeah. <laughs> fun warm weather playlist mm-hmm. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow. Here's Odin Mane. It's been a while taking us out.